Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, uh, welcome to Big Fish Small Pod. I'm Andrew Werdahl. Today is July 27th. Where do we even really start? Um, it's a tough pod to do today, so I'm going to try to just get it over with quick. Um, it's tough to like see the hugs in the dugout with Pablo Lopez finishing his game is outing against the Cincinnati Reds, and I don't know, uh, I'm not as into trade season as I was when I was a, like, younger fan, really. Um, it always means something new, it always means, like, a change of sorts, but just with, like, the perspective of, like, knowing what these players go through for a trade, knowing that they're just, like, day-to-day is uprooted, um, potentially across the country, potentially across the country for years, like, it's a big implication to be traded, and it can be a great thing, it can be an exciting thing, like Jesus Luzardo coming home to South Florida last year was a great thing, um, but there's all these stories of just, like, you know, it's a business, as they say, and the players know that, we all, um, deal with that at some level, um, but anyhow, uh, here we are, the Marlins are five games below 500. Um, Eli Sussman put out an article yesterday citing this uh, the blowout loss against the Cincinnati Reds as the knockout punch of sorts, and I'm actually inclined to agree with that. I said on the pod here on Friday that I was really like looking to see a whole like rotation go through before like really drawing any, like, assessments of where I thought the team should go at the deadline. Like, they are close enough 
to 500 that it's not like they're in. It's not like the playoffs are afoot. Um, but they do seem to be hanging in there as literally a statistical contender for the wild card. Um, a wild card candidate for the wild card, if you will. So it's like a tough spot for the team. They're not going to go some sort of like full rebuild. The word on the street, meaning the word literally everywhere, uh, after John Heyman tweeted out the Marlins are now like listening on every single player but Sandy. Feels like totally in line with like the right approach to the deadline. Listening is great and something Kim Ag seems seems to be quite 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 good at as a general manager. So what I have today is a bit of an assessment of the team. Looking at like long-term value, figuring out like who the most important Marlins are to like the sustained success of this team. Looking really at like 2022, 2023 as still like possible contention years, 2023 more so than 2022, no doubt. And a good bulk of the team at least could be under contract for next year. So there isn't much urgency to change the roster other than the fact that the roster hasn't performed yet this year in 2022. So um, to those among us more, let's say discerning of what we're watching on Valley Sports Florida, there does seem to be an implication that there needs to be some roster changes. There needs to be some trades. Um, in his article, Eli highlighted a few like minor leaguers that are looking to be on like the outside of a 40-man roster crunch coming this fall. So it's not like there's... Like, the floor is kind of falling out, if you will. And seemingly the roof is caving in as well. So, like, there does seem to be a need for change. And it does seem like this deadline will come with some movement. The Marlins will make decisions this offseason uh, looking at... Jesus Aguilar, Jorge Soler, Joey Wendell, and Brian Anderson, all either like arbitration or like options to return in 2023. So with that, um, if I were the Marlins general manager, I would certainly like be picking up the option for Jorge Soler, Joey Wendell. I'd also be extending arbitration to Brian Anderson. Jesus Aguilar, probably not. Um, given really his performance this year and Garrett Cooper's presence as like a better bat at first base and Lewin Diaz's presence as a cheaper, better fielding first baseman. It seems like his role in the team isn't as essential going forward. But does that mean you trade him? No, maybe Garrett Cooper gets all this attention at the deadline and maybe that's the route you choose to go in. But with those like near-term decisions looming, um, Noting that like the rotation as it would like line up potentially in 2023 is like a Sandy, Pablo, Trevor Rogers, Jesus Luzardo, Braxton Garrett, Edward Cabrera, Sixto Sanchez on the outside of that, Max Meyer sadly looking possibly towards Tommy John surgery. Really key to my assessment of this Marlins team, it felt like they had some like upside still arriving to the roster with Meyer Blade this past weekend, but it's um for as much as Bladé feels like he's like a hitter that can hang at the major league level, Max Meyer's out. And um, for me, that is really a big blow. 
The Marlins also have some positional players in the minors. Looking at that roster crunch with Charles LeBlanc, a third baseman, Peyton Burdick, an outfielder, Griffin Conine, Troy Johnston, kind of like cornery players, DH types. So with all of that, here's a ranking of the Marlins based on like their essential value to the Marlins contending now and in the near future. Really gearing towards that near future. Up top we have Sandy, Jazz, Pablo, Trevor Rogers, Garrett Cooper, for me JJ Bladey, ahead of Edward Cabrera and Jesus Luzardo, Braxton Garrett, Yuri Perez, Sixto Sanchez, a lot of pitchers key to this Marlins team going forward. Nick Fortes is also like in my mind, on like the top half of this roster, like of like players who are bringing essential value to a contending Marlins team. Then you get into Jesus Sanchez, Avi Garcia, who like certainly with his performance, it's hard to imagine a trade working out where the Marlins don't eat some money or trade some future. Um, but I do see the Marlins being patient with his bat. He's been in almost every game for the Marlins. He's at least been a healthy bat, even though he has looked totally like, I mean, lost at the plate. It's felt like he isn't in the at-bat. If I'm making the decisions, I'd send him to the bench because that does seem like something that might encourage him to turn it around. I certainly would much rather be playing in the game than riding the pine, even if I were a multi-million dollar athlete. So maybe a bit of a nudge to the vet could help him sort some things out. And he is still important to the future of this team, being that he is like basically booked in the roster. South of that, Lewin Diaz, John Birdie, who's been phenomenal when he's played. A lot of injuries for him. Brian De La Cruz, Miguel Rojas, looking less like a long-term solution as your starting shortstop, as his bat hasn't quite been there. But I think we all felt like he was going to fade into a bench role for the Marlins eventually anyways. So I really don't imagine him being a traded figure. Then we get into the more like short-term pieces with like Joey Wendell, Brian Anderson, Jorge Soler, Jesus Aguilar, Jacob Stallings, who really hasn't shown much at the dish. And looking at that team, you could certainly find some more at-bats for Yurer Encarnacion, who hit another home run tonight for the Jumbo Shrimp. Possibly Peyton Burdick, Griffin Conine, Troy Johnson as well. Maybe even some Charles LeBlanc. As Blade and Diaz get more at-bats as well. What I think that they will end up moving is whoever of Aguilar, Soler, Avi, Garcia gets attention. Um, I think they'll move Joey Wendell or Brian Anderson. I think you certainly could without giving up 2023 or even 2022 in the sense that this 2022 team is a like sub 500 team that might, you know, like punched up like a notch or two going forward. I do think the team could trade Pablo Lopez, Trevor Rogers, or Braxton Garrett and get away from it long-term. And I think the team could also give a few pieces from the bullpen. That's been a part of the roster that's been basically handled like it's a disposable part of the roster. Um, certainly Kim Ang and the staff, they've basically rebuilt the bullpen like three times in the last two years, counting the COVID curse of 2020, the initial build for the 2021 team, and then like 
perhaps a few more trades than he would have liked to have seen from the bullpen at the deadline last year. Really critically, that's a part of the roster that's looking for like monetary investment to get that like over the top piece. And I could also see this Marlins team moving Brian De La Cruz or Jesus Sanchez or Garrett Cooper. Though those do seem to be more like critical pieces towards like a long-term success, they could be desirable players in a trade package. That really, this deadline really could go in so many different directions, especially if the Marlins have made available their prospects. Um, talk has been that like Khalil Watson's recent past like might make him like a highlight of what could be available from the Marlins farm. So really it feels like all the chips are on the table. It's just a matter of whether or not there will be these trades, they will get exchanged. And it's also a really big question of whether or not Bruce Sherman's gonna add some more chips to that stack. We'll just have to wait and see. As Eli assessed in his article that the Marlins haven't been able to like financially push past the few mistakes that they have made to the detriment of the on-field play is a real like key point to this Marlins team. And it does really feel like there's a lot that could be done on the corners of this roster being like third, first, left field, right field with those players on the outside of the 40-man looking to come in and Herrera Encarnacion just begging for more action at the big league level. Pretty key going forward is like the middle infield spot with Jazz's injuries and Miguel Rojas's bat. It's almost feeling like something could be done there in the future, but also Brian Anderson and Wendell might make a good left side of the infield and Jazz coming back. It's a whole like puzzle. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out to say the absolute least. But for now, for today, I've been Andrew Werdahl. Marlins are set to play at 6.40. Braxton Garrett start tonight against the Cincinnati Reds. I'll be back with you on Friday to get you the latest whatever, and I mean literally whatever that might be.